That's some nerd shit. I don't truck with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What does that even mean? I don't get wow, it. This, this cake is so delicious and moist. <laughs> ah, a reference to the movie Chef. Um, okay. <laughs> Sure. Um, I was, uh, is that yeah, um, <laughs> I was working at a vaccine clinic earlier today, and mm-hmm. um, one we have to ask demographics questions. And one guy was there, like, um, "What does this question mean? What ethnicity are you?" It's it says white British. There's no option for English, and I'm like, "Well, Britain contains England, so yeah. just take that one." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I'm Anglo-Saxon," and I'm like, "Well, no, you're not. <laughs> we don't have a box for that, so." We don't have a racism box, dude. Mm. <laughs> and if you like nationalism, there's a bit of it in this chapter. So. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Love a little bit of cheeky nationalism. <laughs> That's a lie, George... I don't. <laughs> I can't believe George isn't going to be here for this episode. The one where I assume we're going to do the most anti-Italian crimes. It's not as bad as it could be. I think it's going to be worse in the later chapters. <laughs> okay that's good this is like i was trying to I, I don't know if i was doing it consciously or just like didn't have any like super wild stuff that i was gonna put into this episode or that i could have like put into it so it's mostly like, a pretty normal chapter i think for my standards um there's still some funny bits in it i think uh, still something it's... that's some bits that is gonna gonna make you mad so You've been saying this for a while, and I'm not sure if it's true or if you're trying to trick me. <laughs> I'm like, this is Yanish's just... trick. We're going to get to the end, and it's going to turn out that like Luke's been killed or something, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Luke never existed. I will throw um, your yeah. curveball at the end, but just right at the end. So Okay. It's like, they're like, um, Haley's like, where's my little sister Kaylee? And they're like, what? Your little sister didn't come with us. You don't have a little sister. And she's like, my little sister died Buffy. in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just start. I'm, I'm excited. I yeah. think. You I don't think start? there's any Carlo updates. Um, Not that I've seen. No. no. Um, Laurie's back Wait. on the Facebook group posting infographics. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, the world has regained some equilibrium. You know, we can all breathe a little easier. Yeah, it's healing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nature is returning. Um, yeah, hello and welcome back to Heartspell. Hold on, hold on. Hi, welcome back to Heartspell, the Heartspell. podcast where we put a spell on your heart. Um, <laughs> Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast where we... God, I was clipping then, that's fine. Um, The podcast where we write a young adult book, as you know, and then read it to you because we are just generous in that way. Um, I'm your host, Chaz. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. I'm your host, Robin. I'm also here. Hi. I'm George Hostianos, and I wrote this chapter. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to try, Um, like, once we've published this, I can't wait to, like, spend all my time campaigning for a Hugo Award. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you I think deserve. we should, like, really, like, disrupt the Hugo Awards, which has never <laughs> happened before. We should, like, it's gonna be really, like, stick we... it to him. 
when we publish it like under a pseudonym and then like mm-hmm. after it's been out for a year the washington post writes a hit piece about how <laughs> the author We're of lying. hospital is actually three people <laughs> They're uh, to us. they totally no didn't, one knew like, do a podcast where they were entirely uh, public about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my real name is Jeremiah Strain. Um, <laughs> my real sorry. name is actually Travis Yu in a weird... <laughs> oh. oh, that's odd. That's, that's interesting. Uh, mm. <laughs> all right, let's... I'm, I'm just going to start reading the chapter. Um, okay, wow. Wow, okay. Let's, let's do it. Chapter 20. 20 <laughs> chapters... Twenty guys. This is very. This is a, this That's, is a real milestone. So, now we're now now it's so actually a book. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Before it wasn't, but now it is. No. Okay, let's go. Every book needs at least twenty chapters. That's yeah. how it works. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Terry doesn't put chapters in, which is why his books are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Except for her in the color of magic and. Uh, yeah, and the pyramids. Tiffany Aking books. Yeah. And I think like some of the Tiffany books or something, yeah. Yeah, they they love chapters. Yeah. The, ch- the the children's ones have chapters, but yeah, not the children ones, don't know what to do too... without a chapter. No, yeah. you gotta have photos as well, pictures. Yeah. Anyway, this is chapter twenty. <laughs> chapter twenty. Ah, bella Italia! I took a deep breath. The Roman air was filled with the scents of cannoli, carbonara, cappuccino. As I looked at the typical Italian architecture, I started thinking about the greats who were here before me. Verdi, Puccini, Pavarotti, Pagliacci, Gandolfini, Vito Corleone, Il Barbier di Siviglia, Giorno Giovanna, Eiffel 65, O Partigiano, Porta Mimia, O Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao. No, okay. it was no use. As hard as I tried, I couldn't get myself into the Italian spirit. <laughs> I thought back wistfully of the day we arrived in Paris. It all felt like a holiday back then, just breathing in the croissant-infested air, the threat of portals just a mere nuisance. We were all so young and innocent. Hard to believe that it was just a week ago when we first met Amélie, when Marco spoke the heart spell, when... 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 Arendelle. It still hurts so much. I miss their warm smiles, their voices, their distinct personalities every single day. There wasn't a moment since that fateful attack at the Notre Dame that I hadn't spent thinking about them. But more than just the loss of two of my very closest personal friends, the events in Paris served as a cruel, poignant reminder that this was more than just a fun adventure where we get to see famous European cities and fight a few demons along the way. It felt like a point of no return in a way, showing that this is an adult story where (laughs) anyone can die, where some consequences are irreversible. If this was a video game, I would love to load back to the beginning of the Paris level. But video games aren't reality, and even committed gamers like Tana or StudiePie had to learn this lesson the hard way. Nice essay you've done, Ernest. Oh, shut up. After all the progress we made, after I started considering genuine affection towards him, God damn it, Marco started acting like a jerk again. <laughs> there was nothing left of his warm, calming presence from just a few hours ago. Could it have been because he was hurt that we couldn't go on a date as planned? <laughs> I'm so mad about this. Yeah! 
I, I don't care about a stupid date. I was just suggesting that ironically, as if I would date a witch, or even worse, an English witch. <laughs> I sighed. Now he was just being difficult on purpose. It's as if he'd rather hurt me than admit genuine emotions. Maybe you should stop psychoanalyzing me and worry about witch boy instead. He's about to snap any moment. As if on cue, I heard Luke's voice. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Great, I thought. Now he's shouting at cars. Just a few days earlier, I was worried about him being in some sort of bizarre love triangle. But truth be told, it started to feel more like a hate triangle. <laughs> These interpersonal tensions couldn't have come at a worse moment. The Iceland attack was hard enough to deal with, but now we're about to enter the freaking Vatican in freaking Rome. Judging by the previous attack, it was reasonable to expect this one to escalate even more in scope. Not only that, but the leader of our task force wasn't missing. And then there was the situation in London. As soon as we landed, I snuck into the bathroom at the airport to check my voicemail. There was only one new message from Jenna, sent shortly before we left Reykjavik. But it kept chilling me to the core. <laughs> While her previous voicemails were always cheerful and optimistic, on this one she just sounded tired and distraught. Hi, it's me again, Jenna, bearded dragon. You know, the shop you left behind to save the world, I guess. Now that I think about it, you didn't explain super well what it is you're doing. Anyway, just giving you your regular update on business. Business is doing fine. It's fine. I can manage fine alone. It's not like I have to work 12 hours a day now that you're gone. <laughs> Sorry. Haley, truth be told, I really wish you came back to London soon. I don't know how long I can do this. At least, at least answer my voicemails. I sure do hope you give me a big fat pay raise after this. She laughed nervously. Oh, and about Luke, just wanted to let you know, I have banned him from entering the store again. It's hard enough to take care of everything else. I really don't need to have to deal with him just breaking stuff whenever he pleases. I know he's your best friend <laughs> and basically your cousin, hey, but he's genuinely scaring me. When I last saw him, he looked like he hadn't slept for days, and there was this darkness in his eyes. Anyway, this is the last regular <laughs> business update I'm giving. Please call me. Much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> After the initial worry about Luke's Thormic Drift clone, I have calmed myself over the past few days thinking about how Jenna's later updates, in those Luke sounded different, but not dangerous per se. But this Luke, hearing that Jenna, one of the bravest, fiercest women I've ever known, is scared of him, puts it in an entirely different perspective. I remembered Amelie's explanation. The doppelgangers reflect both on the specific energy that created them, as well as their originals. Could it be that Luke's darkening mood made his demonic clone much more dangerous than we initially thought? Ooh. One thing was certain. After we take care of the Vaskin crisis, I will return to London ASAP. Poor Jenna. She doesn't know that what I'm doing is much harder and more exhausting than working 12-hour days. <laughs> I made a mental note that I'll give her a week of paid leave once this is all over. Maybe I'll even increase her pay above the minimum wage, I smiled to myself. Doesn't Jenna own the shop? <laughs> I shook my head. As distressing as it was to think about two Lukes, we can't do anything about it now. It's just <laughs> as much out of my control as the Pope exploding. It was another thing that was impossible to forget. It seemed to be the only thing anyone was concerned about. Kaylee kept showing me TikToks where people set the footage of the Pope going up in smoke to different pop songs, and we just overheard a conversation between two Italians saying, Il Papa Arrivederci, boom! But even more so, we saw posters of Cardinal Kenny on every corner, some newspapers already dubbing him the Young Pope or the New Pope, 
even though the conclave wasn't even over. At one point, Luke stopped in his tracks and stared intently at one of the posters, looking bewildered. "'What's the matter?' I, I asked him. "'Something about his aura, perhaps?' Luke looked at the poster, and then back at me. "'It's very unpronounced. Even most aura readers wouldn't notice it. Almost as if he was trying to hide it.' He pointed vaguely at the outline of Kenny's face. "'But if you look closely around the edges, there's a certain quality you can only find in magic users.' "'I'm sorry, what?' I replied, that's impossible, he hates witches, he's a self-proclaimed witch hunter, there's no way he could be one, are you sure you're not misreading? As we were talking, Michael started approaching. What are we looking at here? He asked sarcastically. Tea leaf readings, but with photos of moderately attractive Italian-American poke candidates. Luke made a face, as if it suddenly remembered that he was supposed to hate me. He looked at Michael with disgust, then at me. Yeah, Hildy, you're right. Maybe I am misreading. Maybe I can't even do the one goddamn magical thing I am good at. I shot a look at Marco, <laughs> but it was too late. Luke was already walking away, towards Vatican City. That happened about an hour ago. Since then, Luke hasn't spoken to me directly. The closer we got to the Vatican, the more Luke started acting out. He kept urging everyone to hurry up, insisting that we need to take a stroll around Vatican City before we even check into a hotel in Rome. Hotel Rome. You guys don't understand what it's like to be me. He started preaching in our general direction. This city, this city is me. On account of me... <laughs> On account... <laughs> On account of me being a 100% pure-blood Irish man, I'm genetically Catholic, but by virtue of my Satanism, this city is both holy and unholy at the same time to me. I have never been so drawn to a place. <laughs> Luke, wait! I shouted. I looked around, trying to appeal to everyone's common sense. We can't rush our most important mission like this. Besides, we still need to figure out the solution to the magical barrier around Roman Vatican. I mean, there's no way we can defeat the demon attack without Marco and Horace. Yes, this is why I suggested checking into a hotel first and discuss our plan, Tanya said calmly. It was clear that everyone was just as upset about Luke's current behaviour as I was, yet there was something about her tone that was oddly chill, if not even a little bit amused. It's as if she knew that Luke's madness would be over soon. It made me feel insane. Did nobody realise how serious the situation was? Edinel died because of unprofessionalism like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Where are we? Who's speaking? Luke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't care about the dog boy and Dracula. They're not as Irish Catholic Satanist as I am. None of you are. I don't have all day in my holy slash unholy calling or waits. And with that, he turned away from us and started walking towards Vatican City. So I guess we'll just wait here for Lucas to look at a chapel and reconnect with his complicated heritage, Horace said with an oddly sarcastic tone I would have never expected from him. I don't think I had heard anyone called Luke Lucas before. <laughs> I looked at Luke, getting closer and closer to the Vatican. I looked back at the rest of the group, none of them looking ready to move. Look! Look, there's a cafe over there. I could go with an espresso right now, Tanya said, with a tone that could cut ice. Everybody nodded enthusiastically. I gave the group one last desperate look as they all started happily walking towards the cafe, then turned around and ran after Luke. Luke! I shouted. Luke! Wait for me! He didn't even turn around. You're not my babysitter, Haley. You were supposed to be my best friend, but it's not like you remembered that a single time since you met him. What? Luke, what are you? 
Talking about, I said, out of breath on account of the running. <laughs> oh, you know. The heart spell. The looks you give each other. The tension. Oh my god. <laughs> Heck, you even started to wear fuck me red lipstick for him. Look, that's... Look, even if me and Marco were to go on a date, you would still be my best friend. You have always been. And I'm not ready to give that up. I would. For the first time in days... Luke sounded genuinely surprised, as if he had never considered the possibility that I could keep being friends with him even if I dated someone else. His dark, gloomy facade he had shrouded himself in seemed to drop for a second, and good old Ernest Luke, the Luke I grew up with, came through. Uh, we're in the cafe now, Haley. Do you want something? Not now, Marco. I think I'm finally getting through to him. But it was too late. Luke already noticed my short hesitation. Oh, I see. Your brain talking to him again. I can see it in your eyes, you know, that distracted look. And to think we almost had a moment here. No, Luke, he was just asking for coffee orders. But by the time I said the second part, he had already started to walk away again. By this time, we were about a hundred metres away from Roman Vatican City. And then... <laughs> and then... Oh my God. <laughs> Something incredibly unexpected happened. I would never have seen this coming. Luke suddenly recoiled and staggered a few steps back, looking exactly like someone comedically running into a hole. Oh, shit! (gasps) Fuck! Ah, you're right. You're so right. I hadn't considered this. (laughs) No. Luke, I shouted. Confused, he reached out his hand slowly, then stopped as if he was touching an invisible wall. I caught up to him, but there was no wall for me. No. No, no, this can't be. Luke started muttering, then slowly became louder and more panicked. Haley, I... How... How is this happening? He punched his fist against the invisible wall. I'm Irish for Satan's <laughs> sake, not a werewolf or a vampire or some sort of zombie with no conscience. <laughs> and then I saw him do something I hadn't seen him do since we were children. Luke started sobbing. Despite all our recent disagreements, despite his difficult behaviour, I knew instinctively what the right thing was to do. I hugged him and let him weep on my shoulder. When we met up with our friends at the traditional Italian coffee shop, Luke was unrecognisable from the Luke five minutes ago. Gone was all the overconfidence from earlier, replaced by a sense of gloom, despair and disbelief in his face. Look who decided to join us, Marco shouted cheerfully. (laughs) Everyone was sitting around the table, turning towards us, smiling. How was Roman Vatican? Horace asked. Seen the sights? Met the Pope, mayhaps? Oh, wait, I forgot. I looked at Luke. Luke was looking down, ashamed. I didn't, he murmured, barely audible. Go on, Kaylee interjected. We would love to hear about it. Have you looked at the Sistine Chapel, St. Peter's Basilica? I heard it's beautiful. I didn't get in, okay? Luke shouted and slumped down into a chair and continued in a quieter voice didn't get in because of the magical barrier. That is too bad, Amelie replied, smiling her warmest smile. You must be so disappointed, knowing how much this place means to you. Somehow, I couldn't shake the feeling that nobody was taking Luke's feelings very seriously. Buongiorno, a waiter appeared. Without missing a beat, Luke replied absentmindedly. Un café lungo, por favore. Ugh, of course, I thought. Luke picked up another language. By the way, Haley, sorry about earlier when I was rude. 
I guess I just gotta have my coffee. Sigh. This keeps happening, Marco. Yeah, I'm... Look, you're great. I like you, but... I'm starting to think it isn't healthy for two people to have a constant mental link. Yeah. Yeah. Once the waiter was gone, Emily put out her cigarette and started speaking with a much more serious tone than earlier. Her voice was quiet and controlled. I understand we have all... Emily? <laughs> I have to do a French accent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I understand we have all calmed down, we? Nobody replied. Looked down, looked down awkwardly. Now I know I just joined the team recently, and I know we French are known for a certain easy-going lifestyle, but even I have gotten the feeling that the group discipline has gone downhill recently. I have observed behavior that is unprofessional, chaotic, selfish, and downright dangerous. May I remind everyone that this is a global magical crisis with demons on the verge of taking over the entire world. <laughs> Emily's perfect naturals were shaking with emotion. She raised her voice. This is not the time for selfishness. <laughs> Doing Russian. <laughs> this is not the time for nationalism. This is certainly not the time for jealousy and lovers squabbles. Luke and Marco tried to avoid making eye contact with anyone. Emily sighed, paused for a moment, and then lit another cigarette. The leader of this group, Dominic Kane, has gone missing. Seems like Monsieur has found something better to do than lead our little task force. I felt Luke become agitated, but Emily didn't let him interrupt her. I know there are some personal feelings involved, she continued, shooting a sharp look at me and Luke. But if you ask me, it's not a great loss for the task force. After all, has Dominic Kane ever done that we wouldn't have been able to accomplish without him? There was a pause. Nobody could think of anything that Uncle Dom had accomplished. <laughs> I felt horrible. He's been my uncle all my life, yet I struggled to come up with saying good things about him. Very <laughs> Uncle Dom. Now, Amelie continued with a smirk. Oh my god! I'm just... <laughs> I may not be as I may not be as big of a feminist as Ailey. I could feel Marco softly chuckling through the mental link. But I think we can all agree that it's time for a girl boss. She raised her hand. All in favor of appointing Tanya as the new task force leader? Horace and Kaylee's hands shot up immediately. After a short moment, Marco and I raised our hands as well. Finally, Luke slowly and half-heartedly raised his hand. I looked at Tanya, who hasn't spoken a word since Luke and I entered the cafe. Slowly, she put down her tiny espresso cup cracked her knuckles, and smiled. Have any of you heard of the immortal incantations? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I also but would like... vote Tanya for leader of the task force. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> do a better job. It's yeah, Haley is like boss. the best. <laughs> time for a go, boss. Um, time. So what are the immortal incantations? <laughs> Great question. I actually do have okay. <laughs> That's I actually the... do have an idea about this one. Like, this isn't okay. just like a curveball I threw. Okay. Uh, Explain. I... Expand on that. So Expand. You know, both of you have like, you, know, you can change this as much as you want. But I imagine there being like this ancient spell book called the Immortal Incantations with like mm-hmm. spells that are deemed as illegal or forbidden or whatever and it's locked up in the Sistine Chapel um, <laughs> okay like like the like the octavo yeah yeah I guess okay. <laughs> I didn't consider that but yeah, yeah it's like the octavo uh, okay and and that has like 
one of the spells that are in it is uh, is the one the with which spell. they sealed the city in a barrier to close mm. down uh, ah, werewolves trap spell. vampires. Yeah, <laughs> but there's also like a ton of others. Like the heart spell is from that book. Um, Death spell, whatever you use to to get through from yeah the demon plane. Yeah, exactly. Like one mm. of the spells in it, and this is why it's important, right? Like basically, Tanya is gonna suggest to do like some sort of heist where. Um, where like uh, one person <laughs> has to sneak into or like the people who are like able to get inside uh, mm-hmm. need to sneak in but the hearts the, the like spell that opens up the barrier needs to be said by one people inside and one people one, one, like one person inside and one person outside of the barrier at the okay. same time which is practical yeah, that's because there's a mental link oh my god mm-hmm. I love this I love yeah no this is good oh my god I can't believe Chaz you get to write a heist now <laughs> <laughs> I'm always writing heights, baby. Um, and then at one yeah, point, like is... after after it it has been opened up and the others starting to get in, that's where things are gonna start to go wrong somehow. Like uh, I think uh, either Dominic or Lenny or both of them, like, or Kenyon, Lenny is the is Jude Law from the <laughs> from the Young Pop. <laughs> yeah, either Dominic or the Evil Pop or both of them, like they're gonna uh, gonna be like working together somehow. And they're gonna yeah. be there, um, and uh, I think the way I imagine the book ending is uh, there's gonna be the portal is gonna open up, right? And we said that mm-hmm. he was gonna go into the portal, so I thought yeah. either one of the bad guys is gonna jump into the portal and take the book with him, or just like mm-hmm. chuck the book into the portal. But like somehow she needs to go after the immortal incantations into the portal. Oh, so she'll, like, dive into the pool after the book and then the portal will close. Yes. And they'll be like, shit, shit, she's gone through. Yeah, that makes sense. And she's, like, trying to work her way back. Um, yeah. Like, maybe there's a spell in the Immortal Incantations that can help her get back, but she, like, has to be at a certain place beyond the portal or she, like, yes. can't read it properly or something. Yeah, that's yes, good. Yes, excellent. <laughs> I was thinking that, like, once they got in, because I think, like, Haley and Tanya will be, like, trying to get inside. Yes. Um... Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, and I think that that's when they'll have, they'll have like a confrontation with Uncle Dominic because he'll try and stop them from bringing down the, the barrier. Yes, that's um, good. And he'll, he'll be like, my idea, he's, he's going to be like, where's Luke? And Haley's going to be like, he couldn't get through the barrier. And Uncle Dominic's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe what do you mean <laughs> that's gonna freak him out so much i'm thinking yeah he's gonna hate it part of, a good part of the end for this book might be um obviously Haley goes through the portal we know this um mm. but if she is holding the um octavo at the time and so she's mm. in the demon portal with this magical book and she's gotta not only find a way out and like understand mm. the book but she's got to like stop demons from getting it because if they get it we're fucked yeah 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 so it becomes like yeah she has to protect it yeah, yeah protect the book <laughs> i can't believe we haven't considered earlier that luke cannot get in <laughs> i know well done for like catching that <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i didn't think about that at all well because they they Haley remembers like going to the Vatican with Luke and Uncle yeah. Dominic and Kaylee when they were all young, but I would have to assume that Uncle Dominic, like, I don't know, 
Wouldn't yeah, he wouldn't have taken like them in. He... I think he left them in the hotel or whatever, and like he yeah. went inside, or they were outside like eating ice cream or something while he was like. I could also doing see the, the like stuff. barrier only starting to work after you're like old enough or something. Like they don't. <laughs> yeah. It maybe well, doesn't work until maybe... around the twelve or something. <laughs> maybe it's that like Luke's human side and his vampire side yeah. are like in constant like you know that they're like in conflict yes. with each other like trying to take over and at the moment because he's in this like dark place where he's super stressed the sort of more and he just you know he hasn't been eating steak or whatever yeah. <laughs> more, uh, his vampiric side is beginning to take over uh his body a bit more and that's like causing the barrier to reject him yeah i think it's yeah. good and yeah. it's it's just like i'm happy I, <laughs> I caught this thing because i do think it's a good like moment in for for like luke's character development to be confronted with this like now like at this point yeah Mm -hmm. after everything after all of the supernatural racism yeah for him Mm -hmm. to experience it peace to resistance yeah (laughs) well this is because he you know he's gonna hate himself right it's like his whole like because he already hates himself because he's weak but now he's gonna hate himself because he's he's vamp which is gonna be even darker yeah uh so good to make bad things happen to luke (laughs) (laughs) we love to bully him yeah yeah i I focus more on more on luke on this chapter than like i originally intended to but you know there was a Mm -hmm. point where i thought what if i just like completely resolved the love triangle (laughs) but I think you've done that before, though. <laughs> we just went back. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, it's hard for three writers who are kind of writing against one another to yeah. completely resolve anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I, I, I still leave it ha- hanging. Like, I, I'll offer a solution, or like, I, I'll offer like a moment of realization, but then he's mm-hmm. still gonna get jealous for like whatever damn reasons. Yeah. Uh, I was, I knew it's gonna make you mad when I make. Uh, Marco mean in Haley's head again. He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy. Like this, this could happen to me. (laughs) No, just feeling hungry. Really? I think it's just this could happen to you. No, I mean not not like this, but like okay, I I do think it's unhealthy for like two people to be in each other's thoughts the entire time. Well, obviously it's unhealthy, but in in this the the young adult novel, you know, it's like actually it's cool and they like I, uh, uh, at first I thought it was annoying but now I'm this is the only way to live <laughs> um, <laughs> couldn't imagine doing it any other way now yeah I, I do think it would be interesting for like book two like even if even if it's just because of the cor- the portal that the connection is suddenly cut off uh, the, the mental connection mm. yeah I was thinking like I mean you know we'll get there when we get there I was thinking that like it's not completely severed um, like it's not broken, yeah. but it's just like very, very weak. It's like you know when um, you know when like Jon Snow's on one side of the wall and then like Ghost is on the other side of the wall and they can't communicate across the the wall because it's a magic barrier. It's like that. Um, <laughs> um, I was thinking... um, but like maybe they have like swimmy dreams where they can sort of communicate sometimes when they're asleep, but like they can't really do it. And they're like, not, maybe normally. not one hundred percent sure if it's real. Um, yeah, they're like is this manipulation? Maybe like the point is with Haley trying to get out of the demon world she's got to find that point where she can most feel the bond and she's like mm. where where the the barrier is at its thinnest uh-huh um, yeah in order to magically punch through using the octavo yes yeah 
Nice. I I am fascinated to think. I kind of spend some time <laughs> thinking about what other spells are in the immortal incantations. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be fun to figure out. I think mm. one just gives you like barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue spell it's too good uh, for the world so that's why i have to look yeah it it's just really good ribs yeah <laughs> it's gotta be like almost impossible to do those spells right it's gotta be like yeah yeah you you go a little nutty if you're not careful yeah i wonder who i am interested i wonder how on... the heart spell like got out of the book yeah uh, that's what i was gonna say it was like how did the witch who gave um Marco, the heart spell. How did they get it? But I could, well, I could see it be like you know, getting getting hand of a spell from the immortal incantations is like a very valuable thing for like magic users. Like something that you know, sometimes mm. some people who have like written down, maybe like sneaked into the chapel. Maybe they have like friends who are mm. Catholic or like yeah. cardinals or whatever. <laughs> They're just gonna. What it was, it it was a character whose name was. John Carpenter, <laughs> uh, <laughs> J- Jerry Christmas, uh-huh. um, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I always knew that you would you would have to use the heart spell to save the world." So I I made this all happen. I yeah. knew what was going to happen in the future, I, and I, it's a very yeah. like long series big bad kind of move. Someone working yeah. behind the scenes. I do think it would be yeah. funny if he was called um, John Carpenter. <laughs> it's called something else. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, he's yeah. Spanish. That's how he met Jesus. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Jesus Cruz. Because Cruz is Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, but he's already called Cruz. Marcus' name Marcus is Cruz. Cruz yeah. It's a very common Spanish name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a distant relative. <laughs> oh, maybe Marco is Jesus. <laughs> maybe. Damn. I don't think so. We should have made him thirty-three. He's yeah. He's not. He's not old yeah. enough or too old. I don't know. He's too, too old. old. Yeah. Too old to be Jesus. Too old to be Jesus. God, that always gets you. <laughs> God damn. Um, what was I? What are I talking about? Oh yeah, I, I I do think it's 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 cool if it like gets resolved as a twist in like the third book or whatever. Oh, that's how the spell got out. <laughs> I gave you the spell because I knew all along how to use it against you. Yeah, it's got to mm. be some person in a tree doing like mind spells or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's some some sort of twelve-dimensional chess yeah. sort of. Br- thing. It was yeah. the new pope. I briefly considered in my mind if it would be uh, funny if there's like some time travel uh, homestuck fuckery going on and that like. Yeah. Marco is gonna get the spell, the heart spell, because of a paradox. Because like Haley got the book, and then it somehow got into the past. But I don't know; it might be too complicated to pull off. I like that. It's like um, he got it from some witch who was like veiled in a marketplace, yeah. but it was actually Haley from the future oh, who's like fuck. going back in time to give him the the heart spell. It's an Ouroboros. <laughs> yeah. True. The Haley from the future has a big Ouroboros tattoo going around her neck. She's cool. Yeah. yeah. She's like, do you get it? <laughs> do you get it? <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> do you understand my symbolism? Oh, yeah. Because the, the other thing I I want to tie into with, with, with the Octavo is that uh, 
it's like that's that's the reason why like tanya uh, even knows about it right is because of the um because of being part of this like anti-catholic terrorist organization it just has like intel about <laughs> uh, about these things like where do where do catholics yeah. uh lock up uh secrets that actually belong to to witches or to magic culture yeah they tried to like gatekeep the the knowledge to yeah. like keep themselves the most powerful which yeah. is why it's got to take a girl boss to find it out exactly it takes a girl boss to gaslight boss. the gatekeeper yeah yeah <laughs> it's cool to have like tanya be the leader of like oh just huh? dropped something uh, yeah <laughs> i think it's cool for for tanya as the one non-magical person to be like the brain leader uh yeah of this magic test yeah i think that's good i mean she's you know she knows more than they do for the most part about things especially like Haley, who doesn't know shit about anything yeah we might reveal a backstory (laughs) at one point about how she got like this close into working with magical it's a a classic book three book four moment where we're like actually tanya's the child of this person (laughs) (laughs) we saw briefly Uh and that's why she's smart yeah yeah (laughs) we do a cassandra claire and we're like her and horace actually might be related oh no except oh no don't worry they're not but it's fine now but we're gonna pretend that they are for three books i was gonna say we do a rise Um, of the skywalker and everybody just does have to have magic blood um, yeah. Jesus. Your midichlorians, they're off the scale. My midichlor- your midichlorians, yeah. Mm, but we're better writers than that, of so we, we probably won't. <laughs> but we'll do something. We'll do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Haley is the daughter of the Pope. Um, <laughs> his his secret his secret shame. I mean, we still that do he have gave to, away. We do have to deal with like, she does have dead parents. Yeah. And Dominic mm. is probably culpable. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. God, there's so many. We <laughs> we have a lot of plot threads. <laughs> yeah. We really do. But don't worry, we're not going to resolve any yeah. of them, really. <laughs> <laughs> we at least remember the one thing that Luke is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a... Yeah. Yeah, half vampire. Well... Well, <laughs> pretty good. Well, pr- yeah, pretty good. Did you thank like thank you for chapter, Yana. I felt sixty-five in the famous. Italians. Yes, I did. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed the list of Italian objects. Um, I like, I like we're the so Barbara Seville being in it. Mm-hmm. He's Italian. He's a, he is Italian. <laughs> That's true. A different part of Italy than Italy than Rome, but yeah, Pagliacci doesn't know that. Hmm. Pagliacci, that was good. Enjoyed that. Pagliacci, Giorno Giovanni. Grimaldi. Little, yeah. little bone to the Giorgio fans. <laughs> we don't. No one who listens to this likes Giorgio. We have. That's not we true. Have better fans than that. I know it is true. <laughs> I think like about half of our listeners like. Okay. Giorgio. <laughs> I don't believe that. Not mm. our listeners. Are there, isn't it? No. no. I mean, once uh, the book comes out and it hits like the general YA audience, you know, that's going to be a different situation. Anything goes. Yeah. We could do that thing that um, all of these books end up doing if they have myths, like um, the Immortal Incantations, where we bring out a separate spell book that has all the spells in it. God. 
Sure. Oh my god, and it's got annotations from like the characters. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. got like nice covers and stuff, and it's. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that mm-hmm. we can pull off. Yep, <laughs> a really yeah. well published physical book. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. It's gonna be really good quality. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Look, the our three ten euro euro patrons are gonna get a physical copy of this one. <laughs> At mm-hmm. least, uh, I can't promise if you get a hard cover of the immortal incantations with the forbidden spells in it. To be fair, yeah. you do have to be a very powerful witch to understand it. So yeah, exactly. Um, I want to do a copy. I will say, like the actually, you have to have a PhD in um, in theoretical physics in order to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel Chess? Do you feel equipped in uh, tackling this new MacGuffin I threw in there, um, expanding the? Oh yeah, you there. know, I, I can not to brag, but I can do anything. So I, I think <laughs> I can. Uh, <laughs> I can work through it. I think I've got some ideas. I got some nice. fun dialogue and confrontation stuff that i want to do i will say i am i am glad that that the two of you didn't get mad at me for introducing this new uh this new thing but not explaining it in the chapter (laughs) Uh, i got mad at you for things that you deserve to be gotten mad at for more so i guess at this point i'm like (laughs) okay this is fine i can work with this this isn't like an entirely new because I mean, it fits in pretty well, I right? So. It's not like, oh, now the Pope is evil and he, the previous one spontaneously combusted or anything. <laughs> like, this is, you know... <laughs> easier to fit in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a good book. Pretty good. What else was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, yeah, because, like, originally I did want to write the chapter in, in a way that the book also gets explained, but then I... Uh... I thought it's a better point to end the chapter where she just says, mm-hmm. have you heard of the immortal incantation? So Yeah. Have you heard of the immortal incantations? I think yeah, it really hits. Good. Yeah. The audience is clapping. Yes. They love it. They're like, I have heard of them. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the book series. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, there's and just not 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 enough people can uh, consider that that's the name of the series. So I just yeah, sometimes you, you need to have to put it, it in there. Yeah, and, and it had to and, come up in book one. No, that's true. Um, and it's it just sounds good. It sounds good. It's good yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, it's good to me also. <laughs> um, I'm hyped. I think this is going well. Um, oh, yeah, twenty chapters. 20 chapters. 20 chapters down. 20 more to go yeah. of book one. Um, <laughs> That's how sure. it works. Uh-huh. And we're I don't at, know how many um, more chapters I in this. About halfway through. We're just shy of 60,000 words. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. What's that? What kind of book is that equivalent to? Um, pages. Amazon, I think, has a standard of 300 odd words per page. Okay. So for it's mm. 60,000 words divided by 300. 200 exactly hmm. is this 200 200 uh pages in book yeah oh that's but, very good yeah but again that's you know it depends on the size of the book on the yeah. space I mean, mm. yeah that, that that means that the final book is gonna have at least 250 pages 
yeah. probably more, which is which is, you know, or the length of a short Terry Pratchett book. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's longer yeah. than Shade of Vampire. So <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's not yeah. a full book. <laughs> yeah, that was another. But they I... extended it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, true. they extended it. An extra five thousand words. But is it different? Oh, incredible. <laughs> that's one chapter. It's like half a chapter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still curious as oh. to which words those were. <laughs> yeah, it was just all the scenes of um, uh, Ben going off and having sex with his ex, yeah. just like on her birthday. <laughs> That's the one uh, Shadow Vampire uh, reference I put in here where she like says, I've been thinking about Edendel every day when she clearly hasn't. Because <laughs> that, that happened in Shadow Vampire, where she's like, uh, "Not, not for a single moment have I not been missing Ben." She said that's like hundred mm-hmm. pages of no mention of Ben. <laughs> she just—it just wasn't saying, but she was internally yeah. <laughs> missing Ben. <laughs> this is good. Maybe like it this. is good. Okay. Uh, there's a little explanation to the listeners. Uh, I put a hyperlink into this. Um, the did any of you click on that? <laughs> no, not yet, because I hovered over it and it didn't flag up. So I will do that now. I did. I did see what it was. Yes. Okay, I can see it now. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> uh huh. Pretty good. How does this translate to the novel? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I put a hyperlink into it. That is uh, for the bit where she's running into a pole, and it's a YouTube video called. Ed from Ed and Eddie continually runs into a pole for a minute. So just look that up if you're listening to <laughs> mm-hmm. this. Sound of the summer. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> pretty enjoyable. <laughs> Thank you. What would uh, I, would... I don't know how this is going to translate to a book, but that's fine. Um, I have a question to ask you guys yes. about this chapter, mm. both of you. If you were half vampire, half witch. And in order to get into somewhere you really wanted to go, you had to be- you had to act more human. What would you do? <laughs> like, what what's your what's your go to for this particular scenario? Um, what is I don't know. I I remember checking off. I think if you yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> having sex, having sex with the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just start prone <laughs> masturbating. A real vampire wouldn't do that because no. it, it would understand no, because... that it was not very good for you. But as a human, yeah, it would be like this is deadening my nerves. Yeah, um, um, I, I would. My, mine was less sexual. I was going to say you do that thing where you like awkwardly <laughs> run across the road. Yeah, yeah, you do like a little little half skip across the road. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, like I would like buy an ice cream and then accidentally just spill it down my front and then just look at it sadly. <laughs> Yeah. Those are Nothing more human than that. No. Absolutely. Mm, I will. I get really drunk and be like, I love wine and not blood. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would. I would download Detroit, become human, and try <laughs> to like understand from I that would, like, game. This is how you do it? <laughs> what yeah, makes yeah, yeah. someone human? You never get access like, to the. Vatican someone tell ever me. Mm-hmm. Worth thinking about, listeners. What you would do? Please. Yeah. Put yourself in those shoes. Tell us, how would you be human? Are you human? Could you be human? Are you not human? Are if we, we want to know, human, you're not write us in a postcard. No, that's what if we true. got a PO box so we could receive physical things from people? I just think people would send us like 
the most awful shit. I mean, maybe not. Um, that wouldn't mm. happen. I I trust our listeners. wouldn't do that to us. No. Yeah. If they did, I would think it would be very funny. Um, <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, I think. Thank you for listening yeah. to Heartspell. The the immortal incantations. The immortal incantations heart spell. Um, <laughs> infernal incantations. Um, oh my god, I just had a very funny idea. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh good. Um, yeah, if you're one of our Patreon donors, then thank you very much for giving us money. I love it. I love to bathe in it. I'm rolling um, around in my coins. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm um, if you're one skin. of our... Mm-hmm. If you're one of our public, if you're one of our public listeners, then thanks as well for listening. Even though we don't love you as much as our ping. Yeah. Uh, What's it audience, like in the future? Is, have we already started writing book two? I'm, I'm curious. Sure. Yeah. Is it out? Is it out? How is it? <laughs> are you Are you listening God. to this podcast and reading along? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be very funny. Um, I've gone through and adjusted all the tense stuff so it makes sense oh, if you're you. if you're reading the physical copy <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um but anyway thank you for listening and we'll see you next week yeah bye, bye. bye. big wheel keep on big wheel keep on spinning big wheel keep on spinning nightmares aren't real nightmares aren't real Pull up in a monster with a one-peel gangster With a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka